Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously, yo. Uh, we talk everything animation here, including Mysticons, which we're getting into right now. Uh, I'm Dylan Heisen, yo, and today I'm joined by uh, Delaney Stilval. Yo. No, don't don't say yo. Okay, we had the one yo, okay. April Collins. Hello, yo. No, okay. And Beatrice Murad. Yo, 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 yo. Okay, I said don't. Okay, we're done with yo's, I bet. Okay, we got it out of the way. Uh, today, we're, obviously, we're talking episode 23 of Miss Gun, Scream of the Banshee, uh, that aired yesterday on Nicktoons, uh, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on Nicktoons. That's when Miss Gun's airing. Uh, it's up and on- And Teen Nick at 7. On yes. Sundays, yeah. I think, and uh, I think they rerun it on on uh, Nicktoons as well on Sundays, and it's also on Nick Jr. at noon uh, at at every on weekdays. Um, but uh, we talk Mysticons every week here on the Overly Animated Podcast. Find us at overlyanimated.com or search for Overly Animated Mysticons on iTunes or YouTube and subscribe uh, the, either of those places to not miss any of our Mysticons uh, podcasts. Uh, make sure you've seen Scream of the Banshee spoilers for this episode. Delaney, what did you think? I like this episode because Im and Piper were precious. Also, there are some quality Arcana and Zarya moments in this episode. And the entire episode, Zarya was just being rude. and It was great. Um, I really liked the gnome's character design. And then, like, Gawain was also really funny in this episode. And I usually just hate his guts. So that was nice. Wait, excuse me. Gawain is <laughs> always funny in the show. Gawain's <laughs> the best. <laughs> anyway, so I just really liked the episode, like, Obviously, it was really like okay. I'm about to say obviously obvious. I just want to like die yeah, anyway. But I was like, okay, he's bad. Duh. But it, they actually shocked me. I wasn't expecting that. Like the band, like I don't know. It was neat that it was like like she wasn't actually a banshee. But um, also, what I really liked was this kind of had this sort of like Scooby Doo and the Witch's Ghost vibe. I don't know. Oh it's mainly gosh, because I haven't seen yeah. that in forever. Oh, it's mainly because Vesper looks like the Hex Girls. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just like the episode. It was funny. It was good. I enjoyed it. And they had some like they had some cool songs. Also, the end Zarya being like, "I like this music." Is like, "Gay." Wow, I was I that was like the first thing I was going to ask you, Delaney, and you got it in before me. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to be like, Delaney, was, like the most gay." Like she, yeah, oh, this like, is the kind of music I like. I'm like, "Wow, could you be any gayer?" Like, wow. <laughs> Yeah, my question was, Delaney, what do you think of Zarya not liking the boy bands, but then liking the female rock star at the end? Yeah. Not shocking <laughs> at all. Not surprised. Zero percent surprised. Yeah. Like, wow. Fake news. It was okay. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I, we'll all talk about this, but I was kind of unclear whether she was actually a banshee or not. I don't know if the episodes, I, Del- I feel like Delaney's reading's probably right, but yeah, April, what do you think of Scream of the Banshee? Um, I really, really, really enjoyed this episode, and that's a lot of reallys. Um, I was hyped from the very beginning with like Evan Piper doing karaoke, and they're just super cute. That was and epic! Like they had like they had like the the projection. Yes, yeah. it and then it was it was very intense. And then M was just great this entire episode. Um, she's my favorite character, and it just solidified that even more. Um, Zario was wonderful. I enjoyed like Gawain, and we even had like small Doug moment. We haven't seen him in a long time, so I guess it's good to know he's still alive. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but yeah, this was great, and I was really confused about like. Like, I was like, oh, she's a banshee. And then I was like, but wait, banshees can't talk and she's talking at the end. So maybe this is just who she is. I don't know. But it was good. And of course, like, 
Zarya liking the music at the end. Like, I was like, oh, Zarya, you precious <laughs> thing. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, this is, I was, I was digging this episode a lot. Okay, good stuff. Beatrice, what did you think of this one? Um, this episode was really fun. I had a good time watching it. I wouldn't say I liked it. I just was okay with it. Because, like, it was fun, but, you know, a lot of times with filler episodes, I always expect at least some sort of character development, since we're not going to really focus on plot. And nothing really happens. It's just kind of this incident that doesn't really hold much importance happens, and it's, like, fun, but it's kind of, like, not the greatest filler episode, but I'll take it knowing what's to come in the future. It's kind of like, all right, come on, clock's ticking, let's go, let's let's do, give me something cool. Yeah. Yeah, this is an episode where they literally say, uh, uh, karaoke when uh, Necroff is on the verge of unleashing the spectral dragon. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I agree, that seems, seems like a weird time for this, but, um... Yeah, I, I, I like this one. It's a good episode. Uh, it continues the trend of all good episodes in season two of Mr. Cons. I take, it's interesting. I take last week's episode over this one. Like, I think last week had more gags, more, uh, interesting, funny concepts. This week's like a more cohesive unit. Um, and it's like, it's shocking for this show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, this is like a pretty, this is a pretty good self-contained story. And, um, but uh, I, I guess I'm with Beatrice. There's not a lot happening here. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm fine with this this being our our filler quality type episode, but um, yeah, I, I thought it I thought it was good. There, there's a lot of fun stuff here to get into. I, let's let's first talk about like whether because we've already brought this up. Is Vesper uh, was she actually a banshee? What did they only think she was a banshee because uh, Lance stole her voice with the magic mic and then returned it, and she's just like a floaty thing anyway. Or, uh, or was she a banshee? Like, did Lance turn her into banshee and then she's not a banshee at the end? Like, what, wh- which of these is true? I think she's just like this floaty thing and then he stole her voice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think she's actually a banshee, which is why I think that was supposed to be kind of like the red herring and to not, for them to like not look deeper into what was happening. Yeah. Until like they saw the music yeah. poster. Beatrice, what do you think? I I like to tell myself that she's just a really like big fan of banshees and she cosplays as them. That's like her thing. <laughs> <She's cosplaying. laughs> okay. And then like that's what and she's just such a good cosplayer that everyone thinks she's an actual banshee. And then that was part of like you know her image. She's like the the singing banshee. I don't know. I I I I usually don't really think much through like those type of details. Like it. I didn't even know like banshees couldn't talk. So I was like, oh, she's a banshee. Oh, now she can speak. That's awesome. <laughs> April, wh- which side are you on? Um, I'm on the she's just a floaty thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, because they were like, oh, banshees just sort of like scream and stuff like that. And she's not a ghost because ghosts don't show up in video. Good <laughs> as, to know. As Arcana says, yeah. <laughs> as Arcana With says. With such authority. <laughs> Like, yeah, like I was like, uh, Arcana's clearly a ghost expert. She, uh, <laughs> do you think Arcana has- just like watches like ghost uh, ghost hunters on TV and stuff? Absolutely. She's like really into that. Yeah, I want a Ghostbusters crossover. Let's do it. <laughs> they could do it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I don't think she's like an actual banshee because it could. I don't know. I think he just stole her voice, and that was it. We, defi- we defined Banshee as undead spirit known for its magical singing voice, earth-shattering scream, and desire for vengeance. Um, I guess my thing is, like, it doesn't end up mattering whether she was a Banshee or not. Like, who cares? Yeah. 
Uh, so, does it does it matter in this world? No. <laughs> all of them are crazy beings anyway. Like, what is you know, if if she's just a, a spirit that lost her voice versus a banshee, I don't know. I don't think it really mattered, and maybe that's a weakness, but uh, whatever. We got it. Okay. Uh, oh, I want to say, uh, stick around to the end. I have a new segment for the end. Fan theory of the week. I forgot to mention this. So, oh, Lord. Uh, so we're gonna get uh, our panelists' take on uh, a fan theory. Maybe this will be a recurring thing. Um, Delaney, uh, Lanso Lovely. Uh, if you've commented on his design already, what do you think of him just being like a garden gnome? <laughs> uh, it's great. I think it's very funny. Um, my family and I are obsessed with the movie Nomeo and Juliet, so I was like, I'm about this. Why? Okay, why? Why are you? Why is your I don't know. I really that? don't know. We watched it, and then we're like, this is really funny. We kept making jokes about it. It just became a thing. It's really weird. Did, did you know that the sequel to that movie is coming out in March? Yes, I did, and I told my parents, and we're excited about it. <laughs> did you know it. that also a separate, completely unrelated yeah. animated gnome movie is also coming out in March? I what did not know that. The <laughs> it's like Sherlock Gnomes is one of them. Yeah, I think, I think that's, that's the sequel. The sequel. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. Juliet's gone missing. Yeah, and then there's just another uh, there's also just another rip-off gnome movie. So we'll look look out for our coverage of thing. those in March. But um, I uh, like the word gnome. It's really funny. Also, I just liked his character design. Like I was like, this is interesting. Though I was really confused because he was like a four foot nothing, and I'm like, you're obviously not four foot nothing. No, he said three three foot nothing. Oh, I anyway, think. he's obviously not three feet nothing until <laughs> he like gets all the music taken away. And he's like this very tiny fat now, which was quite possibly one of the greatest moments in the episode. Yeah, well, yeah. He, he Hulk, he goes into like a Hulk gnome and then he's a kid at the end. Yeah, so. it's really great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, April, what do you think of Lanso Lovely? Um, I I agree with Delaney. I enjoyed his character design and I liked the Hulk gnome like mm-hmm. version of him. I thought that was really funny. And then like he was just kind of like whiny and sort of like a baby the entire time, which he, like added to it because it's like this big hulking monster. Give and it then back. He, yeah. Give me back my microphone. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> but also who voiced him? Because it sounded really, really familiar and I didn't no, look not, it up in time. No, no you, unless you're familiar with uh, Canadian voice actors, no one on the show should be should be familiar. But uh, yeah, well, he it, sounded familiar. Yeah, you think it's yeah. If if Mysticons was like on Disney, they'd get uh, you know they'd get like like uh, Star got like uh, Patrick Stump, and uh, I think uh, Gravity oh, yeah. Falls got uh, a boy different boy band singer. Yeah, I wonder who they would have gotten for that. But uh, yeah, Lance's voice was great. Uh, Beatrice, are you a Lance fan? I mean. It's kind of like my relationship with someone like Justin Bieber or Zayn, where it's kind of like I, I, I don't can't really you just care. Compare Justin Bieber and Zayn, like what? <laughs> Is that a hot no, take? I, again, this maybe shows yes. like my lack of knowledge of them in that they're 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 they okay. They have their one of them left a boy group, so that's the Zayn explanation. And then one of them has a personality that I just don't can't put up with, and that's the <laughs> okay. The like, there you go. I like that's where my mind went, and it's just I don't know. I I don't mind them, but I don't really care for them. If the music's great, then I'll listen to the music. But then I kind of ignore the entity that they are. Um, so with him, it was more like, I liked his, I thought he was a great singer. I didn't understand the end though. I thought, why are you suddenly caring about wanting to steal everyone's voices and becoming this kind of mustache twirling villain, villain when before you just wanted to keep 
the one voice. Like, I don't know. There was just something about his motivations at the end that was a little odd to me. And I think it was just they needed a bad guy at the end and it didn't really fit. I could have, I don't know. I would have rather preferred them do the he's a fraud kind of story take than, uh, than I don't know, than the, ooh, now I'm all super powerful because we need a fight. Yeah, they did. They did. He was a fraud. And I thought that was pretty successful. Like, oh, it's a choice. He was the backup singer to Vesper. But then yeah, but then it's just uh, he's trying to steal everyone's voices. And we don't really know why he's doing that. Well, Um, I think there was some foreshadowing in the beginning. Like he was like, this is gonna be like the best concert ever. Or like, he's like, this is gonna be like, yeah, he said something that indicated that like, there was some sort of plotting going on. I just can't remember what he said. Yeah, I, I wish I, I knew why. Yeah, I wanted I, to know why is he doing this? Is it because he's so scared of Necrofa? Is it because like why what is it why would he do this if he's already so famous? I doubt Lance has thought about Necrofa. But um yeah, yeah. I, I, I even, <laughs> even if it's foreshadowed, it's not yeah, why why does he want to turn in the Hulk? You know, like uh what what is 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 it to uh, is it only because the Mysticons found out and so he can fight the Mysticons now? Like, uh, I don't, or, or is this his plan all along to just grow bigger because he doesn't like his height? Um, is that a thing? <laughs> uh, I An don't, inferiority I don't really complex. <laughs> yeah. Either way, I think Lance was really fun with, uh, Yo and, uh, him, uh, everything we did with him in the first half. He's like taking pictures with the pixies. Um, and, and, uh, he's special delivery from Mama Calamari. It's more like how everyone reacts to him, I guess, but I I enjoyed like how everyone reacted to him. I think that was part of the reason why I really enjoyed the episode because like everyone was just freaking out and I enjoyed, uh, what is it? He signed Serena's thing, like to my favorite fan. And then he did the same thing to Doug. And and then when I don't remember who it was, like Zarya or Arcana asked about it, Piper's like, "Oh, he just tries to make everyone feel special." And I'm <laughs> like, "No, that is not making everyone feel special." <laughs> like, I I love the little detail in that he actually doesn't even sign it. It's just this like magical quill thing. So it's just really funny how it's like he doesn't even bother. It's just I think weird. I think that's how everyone writes though in this world. I think that's uh, yeah. We get we yeah. had the diary diary writing from Proxima last week, and uh, the uh, that's how the reporter does stuff too. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is this is a big Serena Snake Charmer episode. She fangirls over. You haven't seen her in a while either. <laughs> I know. I love the like snake. Snakes are the best. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> J- well, you should come to our Discord because uh, we're number one snake fans on on the Discord. <laughs> Delaney. <laughs> Shout snake out to the people there. Yeah. Uh, we haven't seen Serena since uh, potentially like Gems of the Past, I think, and uh, yeah, Snake Talks and uh, Serena fangirled out anyway. Um, that's that's kind of all, <laughs> all that was there. Um, we. Uh, oh, we, we ta- since we're on this uh, this realm already, we we like Doug's reaction to to Lance. I think that was good. He has like the belly tattoo, and, and then uh, at the end he crosses. Uh, out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. That was really. I felt bad for him. Yeah, at the end crosses out and has the Vesper, <laughs> the Vesper version. Um, but yeah, when uh, when when Lance is singing uh, Three Foot Nothing, but I feel so free, and then Doug is like uh, singing that and freaking out. I thought that, that was, was funny. really funny. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> He's the giant cyclops, yeah. Um, uh, Doug moment for once, yeah, for once, yeah, I agree. But Lance <laughs> says he uh, he eighty sixed his bromes, yo. <laughs> I like that. I like bromes. Um, but yeah, he he went solo. He was uh, he he was singing the or they in the beginning they were singing the uh, Mistcon song that Gnomes demanded from episode three. Um, so yeah, M M&M and Piker were. 
were karaoke to that. And at the end, Vesper also has her own Mistcon song. So I don't, I don't know. Are they, are, does everyone just write songs about the Mistcons in this world? I guess they are like the superheroes. So they, there's yes. probably, probably a lot of songs about them. What do we think of Delaney? What do you think of Vesper? Uh, I liked her. She was cool, obviously. She reminded me of the Hex Girls, which honestly was part of my, like, I like, it's probably part of the reason why I'm gay. I was obsessed with the Hex Girls, nice. and she looks like them, and it was great. Thumbs up. Uh, <laughs> April Vesper. Um, I loved her. I thought her design was amazing. In her manicure, I want to claw <laughs> her <down>. manicure. <laughs> <laughs> he wants the address yeah who is your nail technician i need to know um no i loved it and like the dark colors with like the the feathers and stuff it was it was beautiful um i'm about her i yeah. want her too be <laughs> beatrice vesper thoughts um i really enjoyed the design i agree that She's totally the Hex Girls inspired. Um, and yeah, I think she was really great. I I wish we could have gotten more. I mean, again, it's more like the time constraints kind of thing. And it is a full episode. So it's like, don't commit so much to everything to to what you're doing in this one when you can do it for another episode. That's more important. But um, yeah, I really enjoyed her. And I really liked her guitar. That was an axe. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> yeah yeah that was cool um yeah at the end she's singing uh my heart my heart screams out like a banshee in the night it's like rock it all night um uh is, what do we think of that song yes okay Solid. delaney you said you like zarya this uh, this episode being really skeptical of lance the whole time yes and she's just like being savage the whole episode and it's great like she's so mean it's fabulous <laughs> she's so mean, yeah it's fabulous i love like sassy zarya she's wonderful <laughs> Uh, what I liked was that uh, Arcano was like on Team Zarya for this. Uh, yeah. They're, yes. They're... I had a moment where I was so sad that they're sisters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, bringing it... that back. That wound. Yeah, Bring it's because it uh, Zarya says to Arcano, I thought you were conceited. And then she uh, like elbows her and then they're like uh, smiling at each other. A little playful moment. Yeah. I'm, they have won every episode. Uh, Zarya and Arcana moment. So sad that they're sisters. <laughs> it's like my read is that they just have one every episode to remind us in until uh, episode twenty five when this is revealed. Look, um, yeah. you never know. Maybe they're trying to subvert the Star Wars trope, and they're like, "Surprise! They're actually not related." Oh gosh, I would love imagine that. that. Yeah, Beatrice, <laughs> we haven't heard from you uh, since episode twenty. Are you are you still on board the Zarya as the secretly the sister? Yeah, she's still the sister. But I mean, I still hope that maybe there's this sub kind of subversion type of thing happening. But no, yeah, she's totally the sister. And this is definitely planting those seeds of look how well they work together and yeah. look how they're closer than than they've gotten a lot closer. It's it's they're it's obvious. They're planting the seeds for that and it's gonna be great. It's just That's, very deliberate that they keep yeah. throwing these scenes in every episode. It's like literally everyone since since twenty, and yeah, they're they're really cute in that moment. And, and I uh, really sorry, I just I really like how it makes sense that they're not the ones freaking out over these guys because like Arcana's a princess, so she herself is like a celebrity, so she's probably like unfazed by this. And um, and Zarya again, she's like not like a fan. So I, I like how it also within their characters makes sense that they're not fangirling over this guy. Yeah, I like I like that Arcana's not fangirling because she's like the girly girl, but yet she's she's still uh, 
that doesn't mean she has to be she has to be into lands like that but i think that's cool um and then piper's just like the kid so so she's into (laughs) she's into it and m's just uh m likes boy crazy so there you go there's a you could you could argue that it's weird that piper's into the boy band because she hasn't shown attraction towards anyone but i do think it's more of like that she's just a kid and into you know, into him as like a figure. I guess I enjoyed In Sync when I was like way too young to enjoy In Sync. It's like it's fine. It's like it's something little people do. Yeah. <laughs> is is Lance Lance Bass inspired? Is that's what's happening? Oh, that oh. would be really funny. I hope so. See, it did bother me. He left the group, and I felt like fans of Gnomes to Men would have been really upset with him because that's what happens in real life. When you leave your group, you kind of divide the fandom, and everyone here is like, "We're not dealing with fandom politics," and it's like I'm a little upset. <laughs> I feel like dive into it. Fandom politics, yeah. Where, where's the rest of Gnomes to Men? Are we going to see yeah. them? Yeah. Yeah. Lance Lance Bass rumored potentially rumored to be on the Celebrity Big Brother cast. We'll find that out tonight <laughs> during the Grammys. Okay, uh, <laughs> maybe a, maybe a big Lance uh, Lance day. But uh, we what were we talking about Vesper? Yeah, she she was great at the end. Sure, uh, it's, <laughs> it was cool. It was cool having the the Banshee powers and stuff. The scream. Um, yeah, more different types of creatures. I thought that was fun. Uh, let's talk about the uh, Piper and M in the beginning singing karaoke. We 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 liked this. Uh, with the it. karaoke setup. Yeah. I, I thought there were two really uh creative sequences visually um in, in the first act. And I think sometimes the show uh it takes a little bit to get going. So I really uh I really like that they're they're putting in like uh, interesting visuals. The the karaoke sequence with the background to open the show and then they had the snapshot montage later. Um I thought both of those were like super successful. You know, I re- well, I was really confused at first because, like, I was watching it at seven in the morning, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Did I miss the opening?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a weird it's a weird opening. Um, but it was really cool. Like, I liked it a lot. Yeah, it's like visually cool. They're singing this that song, and then at the end, uh, they're talking about like quaffs. I think there's two like really great Piper lines. Um, in the in the to to, to start, she's like uh, Zarya is a fun ruiner, like a re- record <laughs> off track. I think Anna Sandy is so funny in the beginning of this episode. She has that line, and then she also has uh, "Don't worry, arc to the cocaina." Yeah, those are two awesome awesome lines. Yeah, um, we we had that. Yeah, karaoke when Nakraf is on the verge of unleashing the spectral dragon. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I like at least we're talking time. about it. It's the best time, obviously. <laughs> Um, what, what do we think of the, uh, snapshot montage? It's like, uh, to the background of, um, one of Lance's songs, I think. And, uh, it shows like M getting in, in on every all the pictures. Picture, yeah. I died. It was really good. Like, yeah. It was, it was very like M. Like, I love how she's like an aggressive fan. It's great. <laughs> she's also clueless, which is the best part. Of course. I think aggressive course. is a good word for M. <laughs> yeah. In general. <laughs> Yeah, I, th- that's an interesting uh, device that we've seen a lot recently from Studio Mir, actually, the uh, animation studio for Voltron. Uh, they did it, I think, twice in Voltron, the snapshot uh, the device, yeah. and they also did it mm-hmm. on Lego, Lego Elves, I believe. And um, yeah, I, I like it. I like it here for Miss Guns. I thought it worked. I thought it worked well. So we could p- potentially potentially see that more but um yeah so we had that we had the the karaoke stuff oh yeah the gawain like sell- sounds the palace alarm to uh to get <laughs> oh, this and he gives his whole little like frenemies now is yeah yeah 
Yeah, I like friendlies. <laughs> is I, it, I just enjoyed that whole like speech that he gave. Like, uh, how extra is Gawain in this episode? He's so extra. He's I like, really like walk- well, it was nice. Like when, like when they lose uh, Lance, that they're like, oh, like he's like, well, this is like this is going to bring hope. Yeah. To, like, yeah. Is is this the most? Yeah. The, the, I have the line from Gawain here. He says, "One thing. This is the one thing that was supposed to bring hope to the citizens after you unleashed Necrofa on the realm." Is that, that the most good. sympathetic Gwen has ever been? Yes. Yes. The most kingly he's ever been. I'm very proud of him. Beatrice, right. is Gwen a good king now? I mean, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> he still like uses all these expenses, not on the city, but on himself. So I wouldn't go that far. But I'm I'm starting to see growth. I think I think having broken up with Latincia really helped him. What? No, don't. Are you anti-Quatincia? <laughs> no, 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 no. I want them to get back together, but they need some time apart to grow as okay. individuals mm. before they can get back together. Okay, I like that. I like that answer. <laughs> they need to both grow, and then they can find their way back. Um, yeah, Gawain says, bring the gnome home, yo. And Zarya's like, uh, we got this, yo. And she makes this disgusted face. That's really good. Um, other Gwen moments. Uh, he's He has this... Uh, so at the end, he's uh, like, uh, with the butler, he's like, uh, I'm gonna come out from by my human shield. That um, poor butler. Wait, wait, we need to talk about enjoy yeah. this free show. Yeah, the free yeah, Gawain's free oh free show with the butler with the uh what, the, the, tutu, the tutu and he's yeah. crying. It got oh. real dark for a second. I was just like, oh man, this poor man. Yeah, what did you think of that? The uh, the pre show. Bro, that poor man. I, I was I, I wasn't a fan of that actually. Like that no, seems but- like a, uh, a a gender roles joke to me, which I'm not a fan of. Like, oh, it's funny the the, the old man's in the tutu. Haha. I think yeah. it would have been like better if he was like not crying and he looked like he was really enjoying himself. Yeah, like if he was like super into ballet. That wouldn't, fit, like- that wouldn't fit with this character, but like he has to cry about everything Gwen's doing to him. I think. But, you know, but like maybe also like maybe the crowd was trying to cheer him on, like you could do it or something. I don't know. It just seems so. I don't. It just don't, seemed yeah. very mean. Yeah, I don't think it was supposed to be aimed as a gender roles joke. I think it was like, oh, Gawain is like uh, cruel, and like that, yeah. I think that element was successful. But yeah, I don't know. Not a. Uh, I think it was it. supposed to be just like silly, and it did not come across that way at all. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be silly, but it could still, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Um, the the human shield thing, I think, I think worked better. Yeah, <laughs> later. Yeah. That's classic Wayne. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, oh, back to the beginning. Um, and uh, Lance, so lovely. Uh, yeah, and uh, Viper and M, uh, super into it. Zara and Arcana not continues throughout the episode. Uh, we talked about this next sequence already. Somehow the the entire thing with uh, with when we see uh, Gawain introducing Lance uh, as the concert. Uh, with Serena and uh, Doug and everything there, Mama Calamari. Do we like Mama Calamari's special delivery? Yes. Yes. I like how they called her out. They're like, you don't have to do it so, like, conspicuously. You don't have to be so, like... like You don't have to be so suspicious. Yeah, Yeah, you don't have to be so suspicious about this. You could have just given him the gift. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about centaurs yet. Um, Oh, my God. That was really funny. The centaurs (laughs) chant, uh, dream me, dream me. That was really funny. (laughs) I love that everyone's just, like, really afraid of the centaurs, too. Like, that just seems to be, like, something throughout the show. They've just kind of learned their lesson with the centaurs. That's true. (laughs) I love the centaurs. They're great. I have a theory. Centaurs are going to be the ones that actually destroy Necrofa. 
They're the ones who are going to come in at the end of the day and, you know, because they're just going to be that, that, that kind of ex, like dose ex machina thing, like thing. They're just going to be the thing that somehow manages uh, to, 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 to find the solution to the Necrofa problem, even though maybe the Mysticons are going to end up being the, the ones that give the final blow. The centaurs are going to somehow comedically be like, oh, well, this is a solution. Then, haha. Or they're going to get the credit. And then the centaurs like climb on top of her and it's like really embarrassing. Like I could see that happening. Yeah, I don't, don't, get, don't bring the centaurs into the actual plot of the show. I, I this was the best centaurs episode to me. I don't know. I haven't been the biggest centaurs fan, but they're just so funny. <laughs> let's, let's 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 leave them as a, as a comedic role. Um, at the end episode, we have the uh, Griffin chase with the uh, Banshee and uh, Lance and M, um, and uh, that that was a, a cool sequence. Uh, we had uh, yeah, this, we talked about the. Lance stealing everyone's voices with the mic. The Lance says, uh, "What do we think of the fight with uh, Hulk?" Lance, I liked the I liked all of the fighting in this episode. Actually, yeah, it, it was well it, choreographed. Yeah, it was like well choreographed. It was really smooth. Like I I I was really impressed with it. It looked really good, and I think that's something that um, even in like a lot of these filler episodes, whenever there is like the action, it always comes across really nicely. Like, it plays really well, like, it doesn't feel, like, like jarred or anything like that, so I I liked it. I wrote a note to say something about it, so. Okay. <laughs> Check, yeah. No, I agree. It was the, all the action sequences were pretty successful. Um, it was, like, it felt very, like, uh, King Kong-y with him, like, uh, yeah. grabbing them by yeah. the feet and stuff and throwing, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I always like the Griffin, Griffin chase sequences, too, so I uh, like all of that. Um, okay. Uh, was there anything else, uh, specifically from the episode before we get to fan theory of the week? I think we, think we generally covered it all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good, good stuff here. Um, okay. Let's, let's, uh, here, here's the new segment idea. So we talk a lot on our discord, overlyanimated.com slash discord. And, uh, I'm gonna bring up a, I'm gonna try to bring up an unru, kind of an unrelated to the episode future theory that might happen and uh, get your guys' take on uh, will is this plausible will this potentially happen this one will center around necrofa and uh i think i know what it is yeah beatrice was here when we're talking about this and uh there's there's two i have two necrofa theories but both these are predicated on will we explore the origins of necrofa so like is she uh, is she just an immortal evil lich queen, and that's what she'll be for the rest of the series, or will we ever explore how she, how someone came to be Necrafa or her origins? Um, what do you think, Delaney? Well, I think that'd be like I would like I would love that, like because I mean it would just bring a lot of like depth, mm-hmm. and like because like right now it's like I don't understand Necrafa, like she just said wants everyone to be dead. Why? Like as someone who played World of Warcraft. And, like, there must always be a Lich King. Like, you have to have someone to control the undead. I'm just, like, hmm, about this. Because, like, I don't, I just don't understand it. Like, it's fine, like, we have this, like, you can have, like, a big bad and, like, she's just immortal or whatever. But it would have been cool to find out, like, how she became, like, Necrofa and, like, who she once was. Like, maybe she's related to the Mysticons in some way. 
Like, she just has, like, so much, like, magic power. And, like, granted, it's also confusing because it's, like, I don't understand why you can't just ruin the world already. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, April, the, want to want to explore Necrophis Pass? Will we explore Necrophis Pass? Um, both. I want it, and I think it'll happen. Um, even with uh, Dreadbane, we kind of got, like, his sort of backstory as to, like, what he was doing, why he was doing it kind of thing. And so I can't imagine that this you know the the show with the writers and the creators and everyone wouldn't like give us that um if we got it with dreadbane i can't see us not getting it with necrofa so <clears throat> okay april uh, beatrice same question i agree with april i think we are gonna get it i hope it's not like too rushed or anything it's not too quick because i feel like necrofa's backstory may be more complicated than dreadbane's like i i want them to really maybe spend like an episode just like being like who is this chick and why is she like so angry um who is but this chick? <laughs> who is she like what 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 happened girl tell me who's that but- girl but um so i definitely want it i definitely think that we may get it my biggest worry is that it's not going to be that deep it's going to be pretty superficial like just enough to give us some like weird idea and you might i don't know dylan are you you might be talking about a theory yeah i have two specific theories here yeah so i'm Um, excited to get into them I guess I'm more skeptical than you guys that we're going to dis- explore Necrofa's origins just because I think there's a chance that uh, she will be subverted as, like, the big bad at the end of the season, season two, and that, like, someone else will – it's like, oh, she's a red herring, and the true threat is whatever. So I think that's potential. They're going to pull a Snoke? Yeah. Right. Like, it's, it's like someone else was the real threat all along. Necrofa was, was, was never really anything. And that's our big bad of season three. I don't know. I really don't know what we're doing. But if we were, if we explore Necrofa's origins, I have two, two theories. This first one's from Steve. Um, is that, uh, and you're, I'm going to go around the horn. You tell me, uh, do you like this theory? Will it happen? So, uh, the first theory, Necrofa was the original fifth Mysticon. Um, so this is basically, we saw the original four Mysticons. There were actually five to start. Necrofa was the fifth, but then she like turned evil or something. And then they had to, the other four had to like seal her away. So this is, uh, this, this is predicated on the Mysticons themselves, like as an entity existing before Necrofa. So like the Mysticons were not just made to fight Necrofa. They were just general heroes. There are five of them, but then Necrofa, like, uh, the fifth one became evil and they sealed her away. Uh, Delaney, yes or no? Uh, yes. Yes. You think this is happening? Well, ugh, I think it's really cool. I'd be okay with it. I'm still, I'm also skeptical that we're actually going to get anywhere near into like why Necrofa is Necrofa, but I do like this, yes. Okay. April? Uh, yes. Because then that could put like, like Tasma's place into all of this into yeah. like perspective. So yeah, I'm, I can get on board with what that. What does that relate sure. to Tasma? Well, she could be the fifth Mysticon. Okay, so yeah, we'd get that real, the real fifth Mysticon. Okay. Yeah. Beatrice. Yes, I agree. And same with April. Like, I, you could easily, I, it could easily be understandable why Necrofa is like kind of training Tasma and like kind of letting her mess up and still taking her back in because she's aware that she's going to be the fifth Mysticon or something. And like, she kind of turned her evil in it like before. So she could already have her influence on her. Like, it, it would make sense. And will we see it? I hope so. Um, I could see it happening. 
Okay. But yeah. This you, is a this is a this is the more certain. This is the more plaus- plausible. This is the more plausible one, yeah. one of the two. I think you all are just like sold on this. This is. A, I feel like this is still <laughs> not likely to happen, but uh, it would. Be I mean, cool. I'm not. It would be cool, but and it would make more like it would give sense to what we have thus far. Does that make? Does that work? Yeah, it make, it okay. makes more sense than originally we were thinking, what if Necrofa was one of the four original Mysticons? I think if she was a fifth, then there were really five to start. This makes more sense. But then it brings up the questions, why didn't the Dragon Disc choose a fifth Mysticon now? Um, like, uh, what were the Mysticons originally if they weren't meant to fight Necrofa, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, it, this could be cool. It ha- it's similar to some stuff we've done on Voltron. Uh, so there's some precedent, but... Yeah, we'll see. This is I, I like this next one better, but it's very uh very yeah. out there. This is from <laughs> okay. um, Mr. Wy, and I've la- I've uh, made some some additions to this. Is uh basically Necrofa Necrofa is a future version of Tasma, um with some time travel oh, shenanigans one. happening, or uh Tasma's Necrofa is Tasma's daughter, and basically Necrofa went back in time and uh, is now interacting with uh either herself an earlier version of herself or her mother uh delaney what's your reaction sell sell <laughs> why are you selling why are you selling oh, come on i don't like it it's weird <laughs> let me let me also, okay i here. don't want time travel in this show like well, I, it's happening next week yeah kinda, time but. travel seems out of place in this show <laughs> some some version is happening next week but uh it's it's uh what what i love about this is it gives meaning to tasma who a character yeah, that that's isn't, isn't that's, like yeah. why is tasma so subserv is uh, so like subservient to necrofa what's the purpose of that and also why is necrofa like like tasma uh, and she's like, so like easy on her yeah. like She's like, always like, I'll keep you until you're useful. But then she's pretty lenient. Tasma screws yeah, up a lot. And... She's extremely lenient. Like, sh- Tasma should already be dead. And it would make sense oh. if it was like, okay, mom. Like, or, yeah. uh, or okay, me. You know, like, that would be, that would explain it. So you're selling Delaney? Yes. Okay, April. Uh, I, I like that it gives Tasma purpose, but I don't. I don't know. That's just so, uh, it, and it, but it's not outside of the show to do something like that. So, mm. okay, you're either in or out. You got to, you got to oh, pick. Gosh. Okay, I, I could be, I could be in on it. Could be but in. Okay. It, it, yeah, but you gotta like lay it out for me. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll work on fleshing it out a little more. Yeah. Be- Beatrice, are you in on this? Okay, I'm not in on her being her daughter. That I don't like. I like. Necrofa being Tasma. And this and why is because that would explain the whole Dreadbane thing. It's so tragic that Dreadbane's in love with Necrofa and Tasma's in love with Dreadbane, but surprise, Necrofa is Tasma and she herself is the one who's preventing Dreadbane and Tasma to happen. I don't know. There's just this weird tragic love thing that could be happening there, and I'm really into it. And I don't know. I just think that this could be like a really cool again, I don't think it's gonna happen because the amount of storytelling and dedicate like time dedicated to Tasma and Necrofa for this to be successful is a lot and would infringe on the time you would spend on the Mysticons. So I don't think it's gonna happen. But I adore this theory and I wish it were true. And it would just bring so much more complexity into the Necrofa and Tasma characters. Or character. Hmm. Who knows? Mm. So yeah, I don't. I don't I, think T- Tasma loves Dreadbane, but um, yeah, I don't think that either. But also, how do you then explain the like 
Nakrafa being around a thousand years ago kind of thing. So yeah, she like, time traveled all the way to a thousand years in the past. And she, can she got sealed away. Oh, and look, I don't know why, but... It's okay, okay. See, this is why I need this to be fleshed out. You're, you're po- I feel like they're, I don't know. Yeah. I like Ooh. the first one better now. <laughs> okay, okay. So like, what if, like, maybe, like, the Mysticons and Tasma just keep on, like, butting heads for decades, for centuries, whatever. Magic keeps them alive. Who knows? And then to the point where, like, Necrofa, like, Tasma just, after so many fights and so many battles, she becomes something else and gains so much power in, like, the experience. She's like, you know, now I'm strong enough to beat all of them. So she goes, she tries, she's, you know, Tasma, she always messes up in the beginning. So she first goes back to the beginning of Mysticons and wants to end the first Mysticons, but then she's like, messes it up, it has to come back, and then, boom. And, you know, and it makes, I don't know, and it could, it could be like, I'm training me. I don't know. There could be some, I don't know. I'm a really big fan of time travel when it's done right. So it could have been a really cool sort of thing. They're not going to do it though. Like the, the it's, it's not lovely. plausible. It's not going to happen. But I, I think it's, this show is weird. It could, it's plausible. Like something weird like that. I, I do think we're doing something big with Tasma. Um, I don't know if it's this, but I'm going to keep thinking of things that uh, get us to a point where Tasma has a purpose. Tasma like the fifth Mysticon one. I'm, yeah. I'm more sold on that one. And then Tasma <laughs> becomes the fifth Mysticon. I guess that's possible. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Okay. And Necrofa was the... I'm more sold on that theory now. Okay. Well, one one way we could get to some version of time travel is next week's episode, which is... Uh, uh, <laughs> it's looking very excited for it. The Edge of Tomorrow's. Uh, fed up with having to constantly sail- save the realm as Mysticon Striker, an overwhelmed and stressed Piper wishes upon a gold coin that alters all of time to before <laughs> she, Zarya, I-, I don't know if that's the official description, were chose to be Mysticons. Um, what the heck? Piper finds a coin and accidentally alters time when she wishes to no longer be a Mysticon. We got, oh, uh, we got no. the preview. <laughs> We got the preview, and basically it's like in the first two minutes, Necrofa wins, and then uh, Pi- Pi- Piper's just Piper's just sitting there and finds his coins like, I wish we were never Mysticons, and that's when the preview ends. So, wait, the- so like, ne- wait, so they're like at the final battle and Necrofa wins? No, Necrofa just shows up and just nabs them, like she should have been doing all along, and okay, <laughs> like okay, this is what Necrofa should have been doing the past. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. and it's and it's like, uh, and but Piper eludes them, then finds the coins. Like I wish we were never Mysticon. So the question is, if we go to a world, this is what we're talking about in the Discord. If we go to a world where none of them were ever Mysticons, who are the Mysticons in this world? Are there Mysticons? Are there Mysticons? Are there but, but if there are, are we're trying to figure out the most ridiculous four people that could be Mysticons in this okay. alternate Gawain, universe. Gawain, okay, Latinia, Serena. Oh, Serena's interesting. We, we, okay, the four we had were Gawain, Latinia, um, we had, I think we had Mathis in there and Doug. Doug is a must <gasps> Yeah. Serena, okay. Serena's got to be in there. Yeah, take Ser- out. I don't, know, I don't know if Serena's big enough to be, to be one of these. But. No, yeah. Well, okay, maybe not Serena. But I can't, I can't have Latinia and Ga- Gawain because oh, yeah. they're like a couple. So, Mysticon. Oh, Mysticon. Oh, okay. Power couple. Got it. <laughs> So yeah, we're thinking like different Mysticons, probably, and then there's like Nova probably Terran. a bunch of Novateran <laughs> as a Mysticon. Okay, that'd be good. Well, I okay, I need that. I need Latinian going to have broken up before they become Mysticons. So it's like super awkward, and then there's a lot yeah. of fighting, and then okay, they we'll get together later. Okay, we're just we're, uh, up potentially a lot of different timeline jumping in this episode. It's very potential to be very exciting. So many here. different Mysticons. 
Yeah, I'm pre- I, I was I was a little um, not that hyped by the previous three episodes, but these next three, we've got this this uh, time, alternate timeline episode, and then the two finale episodes coming up. So it's all happening. Uh, and something that's going to be really cool is we're going to see kind of an actual split with Zarya and Arcana in this. You know, right. we're going to like you're going to see them not be in the Mysticons together. They're going to be in separate. They're going to be separated. So it's going to be like interesting to see how that is going to be represented on the show. And and I feel like by next episode, if anyone had any doubts, that that they will like very weak. Those doubts would weaken if they had doubts that they weren't. We'll yeah, they we, were we'll see if they comment on the Zarya sister thing. But yeah, in theory, if if we're if they're never miscons, they'll go back to the season one. They're the, the episode one situation with um Piper and Zarya knowing each other, and then separately, Em and Arcana knowing. Is Kitty gonna make an appearance? Oh yes, she is. You know she it. Better. That's how. Oh, we I'm mean, we, not a mysticon. Yeah, Zarya will be a pirate. Yeah, she's gotta be Kitty. Like- Zarya wasn't a pirate in the first episode before she. No, but if enough time passes, like she and Kitty like meet up again, and she's not a mysticon, so she has no reason to not be. So her and Piper maybe. Well, like- well I was gonna. I'm thinking like that because uh, Piper's wishes that they were never Mysticons, but in my head I'm thinking they're going to go far enough back to where Piper and Zarya haven't met yet, and so Yeah, not clear how far back we're going If it's just when nope. we're never Mysticons we could, be, could be right before episode one, but yeah, we, we dire need of bringing Kitty back in here, it's been too long <laughs> In like six episodes without Kitty, but I think they'll be the Pirates will be back for the finale either way, I'd assume but, Either um, way, we get Kenny. No, we don't have any info on the finale yet. But um, yeah, next week, Edge of Tomorrows, we'll be talking about that. Uh, let us know your speculation for this episode. Let us know what you thought of this episode. Join us to talk to Mysticons on Discord, overlyanimated.com slash Discord, or uh, comment on YouTube if you're watching there. And uh, you will always, always talk in Discord on there. Uh, let me give me ideas for the next fan theory of the week. Uh, probably something we'll discuss in discord um and uh consider supporting us via patreon patreon.com slash overly animated thank you very much to all of our current patrons especially our patron of the uh podcast uh lily aka panda lily and thanks as always to our patron executive producers john ryan steve alex andy and hugh um so uh check out uh other overly animated podcasts that have come out recently we had a uh miraculous ladybug discussion uh and then there is some other nonsense <laughs> podcast which may or may not be relevant to mr khan's fans but yeah <laughs> mr khan's i think our only active show for a few weeks here so all all attention all attention to mr khan's uh anyway yeah let us know what you thought then thank you very much for listening guys we'll see you next time bye bye, bye.